I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies, and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. If you are interested in learning a little bit more about us and what we do, you can jump on the website, which is growyouroccupancy.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, please click uh, like and share and the subscribe button. I'm reminded to, to remind you all of that subscribe button because it helps the algorithm uh, it helps others like you find us. And you don't want to miss today's episode because today I'm really, really excited to learn from these two giants in our industry, welcoming Andrea Marcasodi, the direct national director of sales, and Amy DePrecker, the vice president of sales and marketing, both from Artists Senior Living. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having us, Julie. Well, I am so thrilled, and I just, I was telling them before we, we started, you, how alike, you, you, you can, I, you know, you could be sisters, I love it, you start working together long enough, and y'all become a family. She's the older sister. Hey, that's not true. <laughs> we have had the fortunate opportunity to work together, I think almost uh, 12 years, 11, 12 years now. Um, that is, it's amazing. Tell, tell us a little bit about artists. Great. Well, Julie, thank you for having us on this podcast because we always love the opportunity to talk about artist senior living. Our company is a family-run business. We're owned by the Bainham family, very philanthropic family, who also owns a group of hotels as well. Uh, and we're a family-run business. And really, I feel like in the senior living space, that really makes us unique. We started Artist Senior Living uh, 10 years ago in 2012. And really, uh, when I started six years ago, we only had five communities. So we've seen a lot of growth in the past six years. We now have 27 communities wow. in 11 different states. So what do we do uh, at Artist Senior Living? We are assisted living communities that focus on caring for people that have cognitive impairment. That is our focus. And so even though we say we're a memory care community, Julie, really our whole philosophy and what we stand on as, as a company is that we don't just care for a disease, we care for the human being and not just our residents, but also their families. Because it's really truly about caring for that individual. And for our family members that move their loved one, whether it's their mom, dad, or spouse into our community who is suffering with dementia, that journey for the family doesn't end. So our whole philosophy of what we do is centered around that family member as well and making sure that we are providing support for them because their journey doesn't end when they move their loved one into our community. Uh, we are a philosophy-based organization, and our philosophy, I'm so proud about it, because it's not just a philosophy of care, but it's a philosophy of what we do and what we believe in as a whole. 
And it doesn't, it's not just for our residents, it permeates throughout anyone that connects with us. So I talked about our families, but you know, we can't do this alone, right? So we have amazing professional partners, amazing community partners that we also work with. And our philosophy just runs deep through all of that. We also have a very unique role at artists. It's called the Director of Artist Way Experience. And this individual really is like the keeper of this philosophy and making sure that we're living and breathing it every single day in our community. So I can talk for hours about our philosophy and what we do, but I just wanted to give people a nutshell about who we are at Artists. You know, we are a, uh, what so many of us love about senior living in this industry and this business is that we are an emotional, we're running businesses certainly, but we're emotional, very high touch. And at the end, really the end of the day, we're all care about uh, no matter what, where we come from or what position the residents. And I can just hear the emotion in your voice and how passionate you are and, and Amy, and I'm sure the rest of uh, your team members are about artists. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Amy, you and I were recently on a panel together for Seniors Housing News and had a really great time getting to know you and Paul and the, other, and, and, uh, the discussion. You said something and I jotted that down during the, the uh, discussion. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to have her on the podcast because I, I need to learn more. And I don't know the two of you. Uh, well, and, and Andrew, this is the first time you and I've met. So you said something about we're talking about sales talent and talent period is you know my big passion is elevating talent you said your company focuses in four areas of sales talent and I'll be honest it's all I jotted down so I want to just pass it on to you can you please tell us more about this and how it impacts your business yeah so we're very fortunate to have Andrea as part of our team. She's our national sales director and her primary role is development and training of our sales teams, which I think is so important. We also have a strong regional support team behind us um, as well, two other regional sales support who have been with artists for both of them six plus years. So together collectively, we've had many years of service with artists. So we really know this philosophy. I think with COVID, when COVID happened, um, we were forced to really change our approach to our sales process. And the, our four great minds worked well together to get them through and evolve our sales processes through COVID. I think we focused so much time on making that, those changes and helping you know develop a plan and this, that we now that it's over, we have some time to focus on developing those skills that we've put into place. So we've had the opportunity, Andrea really worked hard on identifying these four areas of skills and we, we um, put characteristics and skills below it to develop them and identify who are key players in, in different areas. So I'll let Andrea get into a little bit more of okay. what that looks like. I'm oh, chomping up at the bit over here. Like, come on, I want to say something. <laughs> yeah. I was trying not to say everything you're about to say. So. I'm, trying, I'm taking notes. So take it away, Andrea. Well, uh, I'm really excited about this. It's, you know, I'm glad that we had the opportunity to learn through COVID. And we're willing to challenge ourselves as sales leadership to say, 
What, what can we do different? Senior living sales has changed. It's needed to change, right? We needed to evolve. We need to, we really needed to professionalize what we're doing. We're hiring salespeople and the senior living sale, it's not easy, <laughs> especially now. We are selling something that people don't really want to do, right? So we really, really need to develop our talent. And now that we've gone through COVID, we've learned we have been able to look at what does our training look like? What does the development of our salespeople look like? Because we want them to stay, right. right? At the end of the day, our goal is to have committed people. Like I told you a little bit about our philosophy and how much we believe in it. And if you talk to our sales team and anyone that works for artists, they'll say they also believe in it. So having someone that has that passion is great. So now we really need to refine and develop their sales skills. Mm -hmm. So we did as a team, we sat together and we went, what are those areas that we need to look at and focus on? Okay. And we came up with four main groupings. I can, I'd like to share that with you now, Julie, if that's yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> so the first uh, grouping or main category we looked at was sales planning. Okay. And this comprises things like the ability to be strategic in planning for how they are going to increase their census and also increase our professional and what we call community-based referrals as well. Looking at that internal sales side and really being able to micro-identify how are we planning what we're doing with our prospects and influencers to create wow experiences. And then also things like database management and really that ability to analyze numbers to drive decisions. So our sales planning is the first category. Our second category is really getting into the nitty gritty of selling skills. So we use the sales system. Julie, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with this, the build sales system. Yeah, so we have been using that sales system since I started at Artist six plus years ago. And we find and, and evolved that as well. So taking that sales system and really breaking it down so we can provide um, smaller group trainings and workshops based on who we who we identified needs more development as well. And so those are things that um, the ability to be empathetic in the sales process is huge, right? The ability to truly drill down and needs match in a way that is getting our family member to have their own what I call aha moment. And of course, the ability to close. We just did a workshop uh, last month. And our workshops now, we used to do kind of bigger group workshops. We decided to be focused on doing more smaller group workshops and offering learn and offering an environment for our sales team that'll give an opportunity for them to learn in a way that's great for them. So we have these real-time small group interactive workshops, mm -hmm. but we also use a platform called Smart Winner. And we recently have started a knowledge, con a knowledge content area. We call it a knowledge hub, where we're able to put great information on there. So everything mm -hmm. that we're training and talking about with our sales teams can be reinforced at a time when the learning is good for them, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes having that workshop at two o'clock in the afternoon doesn't work, mm -hmm. but we did, we did the smaller group format and really focused on how do I identify appropriate and creative next steps. Mm -hmm. Our third category is just the base is knowledge. What do you know about artists? Because we have to be credible and trustworthy. 
what do you know about the industry? And also what's very important to us is what do you know about your specific community? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When I walk around a community, I expect our sales teams to know the care partners' names, to know our resident names and family names. They, sh- they need to know the stories of the community because our prospective families, they want to hear that in professionals. And then our final category is focusing on interpersonal skills, being able to work in that team environment, uh, being able to go through some tough times and be able to resolve conflict, mm-hmm. right? the ability to have clear communication. So those are the four main groupings that we've identified. I'm also in the process of developing modules and trainings and resources for our teams have that at their fingertips. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. So what we did, it. go ahead, yeah, Amy. What we did too, Julie, is we, we, I, we ranked our sales team based yeah. off of who are champions in these categories um, and the subcategories of all four of these things, who are, who are competent and who need skill development. And then we, we, we were including our champions in the trainings you know, and with the ones that still need some skill development. So it's, it's, it's reinforcement for them of the, the skills that they're excelling on, while also still identifying that there may be areas of opportunity for them to do better in other areas of the sales process. So there's reinforcement um, of their skills while uh-huh. supporting and giving additional skills as well. You know, the, the, it's very difficult to take uh, either a complex, uh, I, you know, a complex arena or something with multifacets, which senior living sales, and I agree so wholeheartedly, it's difficult sale. People want it. They don't need it. They need it. They don't want it. Excuse me. Uh, and to take what you've done is you've taken a lot of components and narrowed it down to boom, 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 boom. It sounds so simple. It's very difficult to do that. So I commend you, number one. When people say, you know, the top three things, it looks so simple. It's easier to say the top 20, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to ask you, I, I love these categories. I agree. And within each one, like you said, there's subcategories with selling skills, you know, in, in and of itself. But that selling skills, you know, you're measured by, you know, certain very tangible, you know, conversions and we can look at data. Can I ask you, and same with knowledge of the, of, of the industry, we can like ask questions and see what they, what they know, but interpersonal skills, how do you, A, kind of a test or if you will, assess for that? What are you looking for? And can you give us an example of support or coaching or training around interpersonal skills? Yeah, that is um, the one category that is not as well developed yet, but really one of our focuses around this interpersonal skills, I'll take one example, is really the ability for our sales teams to be able to connect with some of the key directors that they have to partner with really on almost a daily basis to have census in the community. And I'm sure you've heard this struggle before, Julie, right? Where the sales teams and say a director of health and wellness, which is what we call our, our nursing team, a health and wellness team, right? They have their needs with taking care of our residents, right? Providing that quality care. Uh, but also there's needs of being able to uh, 
do timely assessments, getting people to move in and having tough discussions sometimes when we feel like maybe this person you know, would be better suited at another community versus ours. So really being able to work with the communities uh, to get them to have that open level of communication. So the first step with that is challenging them to have that conversation. And we would utilize also, we have a regional director of health and wellness. We have two regional directors and a VP of health and wellness at Artis, And we use them to help support this mission. Because a lot of times a messaging like that is really better heard from a director of health and wellness support. And getting people to see uh, the challenges, the expectations of both roles, and then following through with that, making sure and using our regional sales support to making sure when they are on those on-site visits that we are addressing those issues and concerns and really, really working through that. So a lot of this is identified by Amy and the other two regional sales individuals and also uh, bringing in other regional support by identifying what areas do we see as challenges. And if yeah, we do identify a community that's developing, then really making sure we are addressing those issues. Another resource that we use, Julie, too, is our employee assistance program. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of resources and trainings that are available for that interpersonal skills piece to it. So again, we do an analysis of each individual and identify where those key areas might be and tailor our training and support based off of that. We do use the EAP quite a bit from a training perspective as well for that. Yeah. You know, we, we say it all the time, you could teach person people skills, but you can't change a personality, but there are ways to fine tune sure. the skills that, that yeah. are needed for the sales well, process. I agree a hundred percent. I really do. It's, it's the individual's desire right? Which yeah. to desire to lean in, to, to grow, to learn, to develop. And yeah. don't you wish that, you know, this developing the EQ or interpersonal skills or leadership skills, good listening skills can, you know, the, uh, gosh, good listening skills was taught like in starting in elementary school just some, and just that we emphasized it as much as we do some other thing, other courses, right? Is that is, I mean, it's important in, in to be successful in, in life. Um, it's certainly uh, in this, in this arena. Yeah. So yeah, because we're juggling. Yeah. I mean, it takes, it, it takes skills, specific skills. And so it's, it's important to identify it during the interview process yeah. too. So having those key interview questions and just being able to spend enough time so you can delve into who they really are, you know, and not just making it about how they could perform the, perform the job requirements, you know, right. and you have to be, and it's, you could identify some of the challenges of interpersonal skills just through that interview process. So it starts from there, really. Yeah. I love the fact that, thank you both so much for, for jumping on and sharing your knowledge. A couple of key takeaways from my side are, the fact that, like I said, it's challenging to do what, what you're, you've done in developing this four, you know, categories and, of, of talent and then the subcategories and I'm developing all of this training and, it, and, and, and coaching and support and that it's, uh, it's forefront for you and that the, the talent is really what 
is a linchpin really on from which everything is going to where, where we're going to get results. Right. And because it's important to you, because it's important to the company and you've put so much emphasis on this and where you put emphasis, you're going to get result. And it's not just a one and done thing. I mean, this is part of your culture and part of the, you know, supporting and helping others grow and learn. And you do the lives, you do the smaller groups, the large groups, you have the libraries. I, it, it just speaks so much to um, walking that walk, you know, and uh, probably why you have such great retention is we do want to retain great talent. And if someone isn't, you know, maybe right, uh, maybe it isn't the right role for an individual, or it's just not the right fit, and they choose to maybe do a different path, then that's going to happen in every in every job, and it's necessary But retaining that, that key talent, you know, is, is, is uh, key in, in our ongoing success. Yeah. Um, when yeah. you when you have that, you know, you have that ability to provide that support. When for for me personally, if you provide me that support, you provide me the belief and and my skills. You provide me the the growth opportunities, and you push me. I'm dedicated, and that's what we're seeing with our salespeople. They see the investment we're making in them, and and when they're on board, it's 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 they stay. You know, and it's working beautifully for us. So that's great. That is great. So, uh, again, thank you both, uh, Amy and Andrea, for joining. If someone would like to get in touch with you, maybe learn a little bit more, how do they do that? Uh, they could find me on LinkedIn. I'm sure you'll have my name or both of us on LinkedIn, or they could email us as well. It's our first, it's our first initial of our first name and our last name at artistsmgmt.com. Yes, and they could go to our website too, artistseniorliving.com. And also if you're curious, if they're curious just to see glimpses of our community, visit our Facebook pages. There, uh, you'll really get to see some great things our residents are doing. We just had an opportunity to meet with a resident ambassador at one of our communities in Chicago at our community in Elmhurst. And he was so happy to show us this painting he did of King Tut. And that was so cool. And so if you really want to see what artist is about, I also recommend visiting our Facebook pages. Well, thank you again. Um, I'm so motivated and I love that you, you just what you the passion that you both have for who you serve and what you do just shines through. And I'm, I'm so grateful to get to know both of you and Andrea to meet you today. Yeah, and nice I cannot wait to have you guys back on because. I want to pick your brain a little bit more about more topics like outreach and some of these other key pieces. Um, but in the meantime, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.